Good evening, and thank you for listening to Luana's Urban Voices. I truly appreciate the listenership. I appreciate you guys tuning in to hear my thoughts and my opinions. And as always, please, please provide feedback. I really do appreciate that. So I can try to make my podcast a little bit more informative and a little bit more um, interactive and just engaging. I would love to make sure that my podcast is engaging. Today, I wanted to talk to you about Representative John Lewis. He was um, taken to Washington, D.C. today to be laid, um, I think it's to be viewed at the, in D.C. And our president of the United States said, I'm not going to pay my respects. Vice President Pence is going, I'm not going. He, as the president of the United States, isn't going to pay respect to a man who said 30 years plus as a congressman fighting for civil rights, fighting for equality. And our president doesn't want to go and pay his respects. What the hell? I'm like, as ignorant as our president is, as ignorant as our president has been, at least he could pay respects, pay respect to this honorable representative who has, who understands the Black Lives Matter movement because he has been beaten by police officers when he was 25 years old, who understands the fight that we still have ahead of us, seeing the fight that we had behind us. So for our president to be be so disrespectful is freaking amazing. It's amazing that he is not that no one in his camp is telling him put down or put aside your personal feelings and be presidential. You have to pay respects to this man, especially during the time that we're in now with people still fighting for equality, people still getting murdered in protest. And you as the president have to set the standards What a jerk. I was so upset by that because I feel like as a country, I'm hoping that everybody is registered to vote. I will be out marching in these 100 degree weather in Texas, making sure I'm signing people up to vote. I'm handing out flyers on behalf of Biden and whoever he chooses as a vice president. And I will give you my thoughts on that later this week because I finally saw his list of um, choices and I want to study each of those choices, see what their experiences, what their platform is and what they're gonna bring to this Biden table. But I can tell you one thing, I am leaning towards Stacey Abrams. I like her. I like 
the way she talks. I like the way she thinks. I like her views. I like her opinions. So I still need to research everybody on the list, but I really like her. Now, Kayla, I think it's Kayla Harris or Kamala Harris. I don't like her. She's already a representative, a former prosecutor. Mm, don't really care for her that much. But those are the only two names I truly, truly recognize. So I do want to do some research and give you guys my opinion that of that next week. Um, after I do my due diligence and make sure I know some, you know, everything I can find out about the supposedly short list of candidates. But back to our president. If John Lewis, no matter what he said, no matter what he thought of Trump, was still professional, even the most conservative Republicans had to give him credit, had to give him credit for keeping everybody accountable and keeping everybody as consciously aware as he could. So I feel like if nothing else, he deserves the respect of the president. He deserves the respect of everyone in that house Senate, Congress, Washington, D.C., Alabama, Georgia. He deserves respect because he fought a good fight and he fought a long fight. And he deserves the recognition and our appreciation. So rest in peace, Representative John Lewis. Job well done. Godspeed. And thank you for your fight. We are going to keep the fight alive and we're going to keep pushing for equality. I am encouraging you guys to start training our next generation up for politics, political science. And I'm also encouraging you guys to get out and support whichever party you want to support. But get out there and support um, the voting and making sure you have that people you know can vote. Um, whatever you can do to volunteer to make sure that this year's election does not go back to Trump. Although predictions have come in saying that Trump will be reelected because we have more Republican electoral votes than we have regular votes. But I'm hoping that some of those people that are in charge of the electoral votes will vote based on the popular vote of what the country wants. We want a real president. And I'm hoping that these people who have to publicly, publicly stick by the Republicans will secretly vote for Biden so that we can have real leadership over the next four to eight years. So hands crossed. Fingers crossed, legs crossed, arms crossed, eyes crossed. We've got to do better. So whatever we have to cross, guys, let's get it done and make sure that we have a president um, for the next four years that's a real president and not 
this maniac we have in office now. Now let's change gears and talk about Kanye West and his meltdown. Kanye West apologized to Kim, Chris, the whole Kardashian-Jenner family for his outbursts over the weekend, for his tweets over the weekend, and for divulging their personal business. In case you haven't heard, Kanye did a presidential rally in which he said that him and Kim, well, mainly him, wanted to abort North. They wanted to have an abortion because they weren't married at the time she got pregnant and they changed their mind because God spoke to Kanye and told him, if you fuck with my plan, I'm going to fuck with your plan. And that was in his mind, God telling him to keep North. So therefore him and Kim kept North and decided to get married and continue their family that information hurt Kim because she didn't want the world to know that was even an option because she loves her daughter and her children with all her heart all parents most parents I won't say all most parents feel the same way they love their babies to death and she never wanted her daughter to ever think that she was not wanted and that as she becomes older, that this is a possibility that she will hear that this whole rent by her dad and feel some type of way about it. Kanye went on and on and said a whole bunch of crazy things. And people started talking and making fun of his mental health. Well, let me tell you, mental health in all communities is really bad black communities white communities hispanic communities asian communities mental health is really bad the thing is people still don't want to talk about it still don't want to deal with it still want to pretend that oh i'm black i can't get therapy or i'm black and i i, I can't have mental illness or whatever the situation may be i say let's pray for Kanye's mental illness because he is and I still like his older rap music I think he is ahead of his time and I think he does have you know some great potential but he's mentally ill and I don't know enough about bipolar to say that's what he has but I know since his mom passed away he has never been the same Kanye. He has been striving and looking for something. And he is truly devastated by the loss of his mother. And mentally, mental illness is not a joke. It's not anything to play with. It has really got to be treated. And if he comes off of his meds, then it's bad. And he can put himself, his children, his wife, people around him at risk. The one thing I will say about Kim Kardashian is no matter what, she's always had Kanye's back. 
when people would say stuff about Kanye, she would have his back. She has never not supported her husband in all of his craziness, in all of his meltdowns, in everything that he does. She supports him 100%. He failed his wife by not only releasing their personal business, but saying the negative things and nasty things he said about her and her family. He did not have her back the way she has always had his. And for that, I really do feel bad for Kim Kardashian because to have she puts enough of what she wants her public life to be out there that to think that she does not have any private life because Kanye is going to have a meltdown or have a mental break and then spill all their secrets. It's got to be tough for her. And it puts her at a very delicate position. What do you do when you're married to someone who is bipolar and won't stay on their medication? What end you guys have for kids? She has to put her kids welfare first and foremost over the fact that she supports her husband, but she still has to make sure that her children are safe. And right now, Kanye, with this back and forth, might not be the safest place for her children. So for that, I feel sad because you hate to see any family dissolve for any reason based on whatever the situation is, but especially for mental, for mental illness. So I just, you know, advise everybody to pray for that family. Even if we don't like the Kardashians and even if we don't like Kanye, mental illness, mental illness is real. And we really need to hope that he gets the treatment that he needs in order to be there for his children. Because at the end of the day, he still has four children or four kids that need their father and they need their father sane and healthy. So, and I know that's all that Kim wants for her family is for her husband to stay on his medication and be sane and happy. So with that being said, I just wanted to throw that out there. Mental illness is real and let's make sure we are praying for anyone that you know with mental illness and that we're not making fun of them. We're not giving them a stigma. We're telling them it is okay to get treatment, to get help and get yourself back on track. Okay. So that's my time. Thank you guys for listening. You guys have a wonderful day and I shall talk to you soon. Thank you again for listening to Luana's Urban Voices. Bye.